what's up everybody it's another episode of the straight cut i'm aaron i'm mark i want to say i'm half of aaron because i just had a crazy weekend yeah are your arms tired i know you just flew oh, back in man, today. just flew back from the bay uh i'm now sober <laughs> that's not what you said about an hour ago uh, I'm, I'm, well, I'm sobering i guess uh, okay. you know as everybody know i'm a huge diehard chiefs fan i met up with the bay area chiefs fan organization and let me tell you they brought it hard. So 15 seconds. We're going to note that as 15 seconds. And there uh, it is acknowledging hey, 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 that his, I, his Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. Congratulations, man, my friend. It is. I, I cried. I didn't know what to yeah. do. I mean, I was excited. Um, you know. You remember I, the last time they went to the Super Bowl? 50 years ago. 50 years I mean, I was ago. nowhere near in existence. Right. I don't remember the last time the Chiefs went yeah. to the Super Bowl either. I was three. 1969. Yep. yep. So it's been a, it's been it a, a great minute. year. Um yeah, congratulations! They, yeah. Uh, you know, the Tennessee Titans were, uh, you know, put up a good fight, but yep. you guys, uh, you guys won. Home field advantage is a big deal in the playoffs. Yeah, I know. So I mean, I, ha- I got to thank you know uh, the Dolphins for that. I got to thank uh, Titans too for beating the Ravens. And I mean, it's just a, yeah. it was a crazy circumstance. You know, it it looks good this year, but uh, I'm glad to be back in Arkansas. Um, glad to be back recording again, and yep. we'll. Uh, Let's do another good show. Uh, so we're tonight we're smoking the Room 101 Farce Maduro. We are. Um, I was going through, quickly going over the notes, because we're doing the, the Dougie Fresh manager's pick, quote-unquote. Right. And I couldn't remember if we've done this one or not on another episode, but then I was like, screw it. If we have, we have. If we haven't, it, it, was, it wasn't with you if we have it done it. Um, so we'll just do it again, and I can't remember because... You know, we're on episode forty now. That 40. is a that's a that's a milestone for me because hell, that's ten months. I I'm yeah. really pleased that everybody enjoys listening to us. You know, BS to make it to forty episodes. Yeah, it's exciting. Uh, forty is a, is a number. It's it's one bigger than thirty nine. So we're certainly <laughs> uh, happy about that, and yep. it's a it's a big deal. And uh, Doug, Dougie Fresh and I have a had a running well, still do have a running gag. And I come in and I'm unsure of what I want, yeah. um, and and I would uh, tell him to pick for me. He would always pick room 101, and I avoided it mm-hmm. largely because it was originally marketed along with several of them of yeah. the other cigars as a lifestyle cigar, and I I tend to avoid those because um, I don't like that sort of marketing. Yeah. Um, uh, it to me isn't uh, the cigars that I tend to enjoy, and they've these lifestyle cigars have been around for a while. Um, I don't remember the first ones that came out, and they struck me wrong, not necessarily as a cigar. And he, every time that I do that, he jokingly then says, "You should smoke a Room One Hundred One." And I, <laughs> that's a I running color, gag. I, I colorfully uh, deny his yeah. request, yeah. and we move on to something else. And Dougie Fresh picks something else else that I enjoy and usually something that I don't normally smoke and him and I laugh about it. Um, but he, he, he actually, um, as part of the podcast is, is sort of told me you need to, you mm-hmm. need to quit with the lifestyle brand on the room one one because it's unfair. These are really good smokes. Yeah. And so I've smoked maybe five, <clears throat> six, maybe as many eight uh, across the line of these. And this mm-hmm. one I've smoked, recently and um he's right this is a really good cigar it is it is and i i enjoy this cigar a lot and so um this is one of those you know there's what uh, 
I was playing this game with uh, Josh the other day uh, where we were playing uh, guess the number of facings in a humidor <laughs> and uh, Josh lost. And uh, because you showed that old school knowledge. I, I, I did because we, Paula and I did inventory uh, in the old shop every New Year's Eve. And uh, I'm good at counting facings, mm -hmm. just, just walking into a humidor. Um, there's a lot of cigars that you smoke and there's a lot of cigars that you just discount out yeah. of hand because you, you need to make a choice. Um, and this one was a mistake, and I really enjoyed getting to know this brand and yeah. this line. Yeah, no, I, I mean, my favorite cigar is made by Room One One. Well, it was made; it's not made in, in production yeah. anymore. Um, but the, I'm, I, I get what you're talking about, lifestyle choice, because the the marketing is it's flashy. It's not what you expect. It doesn't come in a brown box. It doesn't come with the traditional like. You have the fields yep. pictures, and you know the you know yep. and the you know the blender going riding a horse through the fields. You have that flashy persona, marketing the cigars, and it's you know, if you just base it off that, yeah. But once you actually do have yeah. one of these, oh, it's this a, is Matt Booth, it's, right? It's a, yeah, yeah. It's a really, really good. Saw smoke. an interview with him, and I don't remember on what uh, recently, like over this over the weekend, and was really impressed with him. He's a mm -hmm. uh, He's a smart guy. He's articulate. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I'm changing my opinion on this. Um, some of the other guys, not Matt, yeah. uh, was, was some of the first brands that I ran into it and just kind of soured on that. Um, having said that, I think one of the people, people call me a hypocrite on this because Tatuaje, people, some people refer to Tatuaje as a lifestyle brand with, with some of the way that they market. Yeah. Um, and I just completely look past it because I love their cigars. So, um, I'm acknowledging that mm -hmm. and uh, I've been smoking some of these at Doug's request and uh, this will be the last time you'll ever hear this out of my mouth but <laughs> Doug was right on this, this <laughs> these are really good I Giant Tobacco the Johnny's yeah, the Johnny. as you refer to them are nice yeah, yeah, and I say that in a way of saying I don't like them very much <laughs> and certainly not in the um, unnatural love way that you and Steve do um, <clears throat> because I know you guys search these out and, yeah. and I get that. There's cigars I like that you don't. And we've had some listeners actually send us pictures of their humidor at their like whatever city they're at, their local B&M <laughs> and you know, pictures of the like, Hey, this is our Johnny's I have. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm taking down notes and now I know who and where I need yep. to call when I, yep. you know, run out. Yep. But these are these are good, and yeah. you know, even within AJ Fernandez, who is somebody I like, there are cigars within AJ's blend, and I know he's super hot. That I just go, mm, yeah, yep, that's nice. Yeah. But uh, but uh, this one is a nice one, and it's starting off very well for me. Yeah, yeah, we're just lit them up, or you know, half inch in. We'll dive into the blend and sizing and all that later on yep. in the show. But uh, this week, we're going to give you the outlier of what 2020 has in store. Yep. This is this is uh, Mark's effect on air. And this is, <laughs> you want to know what the first uh, hour or two that w was like when after Aaron and I decided yeah. to go forward together on this after he asked me to be uh, his podcast partner uh, was, I said, we will have a plan. And Aaron said, sure. And then. He set up some goals, and I, we, we talked about this, and I said, I'd really like to have a plan for 2020, yeah. um, just so that we're not uh, coming up with uh, pad, podcast ideas uh, off the top of our head yeah. five minutes. Um, I'm big on organization. Yeah, That's yeah. what I do for a living, yep. um, and, and I believe in, in organizational discipline and, and having a topic. So <clears throat> I put together 
um, a sort of a list that we talked about having mm-hmm. several topics. And we're going to go through three basic areas that we want to explore this year. Yeah. We are, and this is the part that I want to start with, Aaron, we're not a 100% cigar podcast. And I want to emphasize yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're going to talk, we have cigar ideas that mm-hmm. we, we're going to explore. You know, the, the, the top 10 list was certainly an all cigar podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but the last cigar podcast was the three people you want to smoke a cigar with. Certainly cigar related. Yeah. But not really. Yeah. I mean, it was that. Yeah, and like, get... like I said, you know, we're, you know, we're 60% cigar related, yeah. 40% just bullshitting. And I that's... think that number's probably flipped, but that's fine. We <laughs> can argue flipped. about that. It's probably 90% <laughs> yeah. not cigar. No. Um, so let's start with, and one of the things that I enjoyed most about the podcast when it was you and Steve was the guest you had on. I think that's very interesting yeah. and really leads to next week. Um, we're going to have uh, somebody on, uh, I mm-hmm. believe, next week, we're trying to align schedules, who is a writer, mm-hmm. um, a friend of both of ours, a close friend of both of ours, yeah. and somebody um, who we, I think, sitting down and talking to a writer is something, I'm not a good writer. Yeah. I can write because I do that also. I do a bunch of stuff for a living. Yeah, um, But he he writes. It's He's, somebody we both look up to on a geez. personal level, on a, a relationship level, on a yeah. business level. I mean, he, yeah. he he knocks off all those all the yeah. boxes. He is. He's one of there's there's um, three of us who sit him back and who I I've jokingly said, but I I don't mean to make light of who when I have a bad day I look for those guys in the back because yeah. I, I need their advice and and their their. Um, companionship their advice is 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 definitely mm-hmm. what i'm looking for um and so we'll talk to tim grisham he's he's an example um there's several charities that you and i are involved in we're going to talk yep. to some people about that not just the charity itself although we'll certainly get into that but what drives those people i think some really interesting people we've met locally mm-hmm. yep um i'm more interested in getting to know the people and what drives them than than about the charity um, we're certainly going to continue to uh, to talk with reps. Yep. yep. Uh, I don't see how we're going to get away from talking to Steve, who <laughs> um, I don't want to get away from yeah. talking with because um, uh, he's one of my our I shouldn't say mine yeah. like you hate him now. But, um, <laughs> he's one of our good friends. Um, and uh, who we want to have on the podcast? Yeah, and that's going to be in mid March, and that's going to be a, it's going to be a uh, it's going to be a a don't want to say deep episode, but it's going to have deep aspects. So I've been it. thinking about that episode, and you and I obviously need to pregame that one. Yeah. So at the risk of that uh, being a little inside baseball, it uh, the way I think about it is it's going to be a special podcast. Yes, yeah, no, it is. And so we're going to talk to reps for sure. Um, I think some other cigar podcast, uh, some other cigar people. Mm-hmm. Um, going to have Brandon on. We're going to have um, we're going to have Dougie Fresh on a bunch. Yeah, everybody and, loves li- talking to Doug or uh, listening to Doug. And- yeah, and we're we're going to have Smokey Bear on because Doug wants to talk <laughs> to Smokey Bear um, for those who heard the last podcast. Yeah. Um, and, and we're going to talk to a bunch of people. Um, I think those are the things that we um, enjoy doing the most. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you enjoy listening to those people yep. the most. Um, I think getting – we're a people podcast as much yeah. as we're a yeah. cigar yeah, podcast. Yeah, and so those are um, those are going to be things we're going to do. Uh, I think a couple off offshoots of that, uh, which are cigar-related, are also 
we're going to talk about some special topics within cigar, special groups of cigar smokers. Yeah. So one of the things that fascinates me is non-traditional cigar smokers. Mm -hmm. So we talk to, you and I have a lot of friends in this shop. Yeah. I pretty much count everybody who walks in the front door is, is, is some sort of friend of ours. But we have some young cigar smokers mm-hmm. who are friends of ours. And I'd like to have a show about young cigar smokers. Yeah. What drives them, what challenges them, what, what interests them. We have uh, a, a bunch of groups. We have quite a, yeah, we have quite a large younger demographic um, that comes in these walls. Um, and it's ones who listen to the show. It's ones who, you know, like you said in the very first time you're on, you know, we're, uh, you're, we're young men in an old man's game. And you see that with the younger crowd that comes in here that we've built up relationships. You know, when you have the young dude sitting there listening to a story from somebody twice her age, they're always attentive. They're always listening just because they've, you know, they've lived through it. They have that, that knowledge that, that goes through. So it's, it's nice to bring in that younger crowd into this, you know, this culture that you don't, that's a very mixed of young and old it's it's there's not a lot of it not a lot of other quote-unquote hobbies i guess that have that have kind of that cohesiveness of young old and everybody in in between yeah and and, and so uh we're we're definitely going to do that um i agree and you know the the funny part is some of the best friends i always jokingly say the great part about cigar shop is you meet a bunch of people who you would have zero chance of meeting outside. Oh of yeah. That. Yeah, definitely. You know, I made, uh, tons of friends in the Springfield shop, but there were people who I wouldn't have ever crossed path with, let alone made friends with. And some of those people are still super tight friends till today. Yeah. You know, like a heart surgeon, unless I had a heart attack, you know, <laughs> those yeah. sort of things, you know, well, it's like, we, it's like, we've had, we have what, four members that are lawyers and multiple yeah. other lawyers that are regulars. So it's like, I'm always glad to know that like, if I ever do get arrested or get in trouble, Meanwhile, I don't. I I just need to call up to the shop, and be like, "What lawyer is there now?" <laughs> because I need them. Yeah. Well, you just hope it's not a lawyer that specializes in something that isn't what <laughs> yeah. you need. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, that's great. But I, I I specialize in agricultural law. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a tree lawyer. <laughs> I'm you know, a tree like lawyer. I don't need that. Right. The tree is fighting for its right to be emancipated. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we're definitely uh, looking forward to that. I'm also fascinated, um, largely because my wife, although she does not smoke anymore, uh, and I'm looking across the room right now, it's your wife who mm-hmm. who is smoking at the moment. Hey, Mo. The traditional call out to Mo. <laughs> um, and uh, it, it, women smoker. I mean, I, I uh, you know, in the Springfield shop, every Friday night we had a political group that came in that was well-connected. Mm-hmm. And um, it was originally founded by a guy who ran the budget office for, for one of the major players in Illinois. And he moved on to lobbying and uh, a, a lady, and I don't wanna call her a young lady, but a lady, because yeah. everybody's young to me, right? <laughs> Took over and uh, his job and she came out and she, uh, she would do the smoking, she ran the smoking group yeah. for a while, for a long time, until probably I left. and. <clears throat> You know, when she took over, then suddenly the group was about 60% what I refer to as young ladies, like 25-year-olds. And and they would all sit back there and smoke and um, decompress for the week. And it was was an interesting group. They would drink and have a good time, and they told funny stories. And, you know, I got to know a bunch of them. 
Um, and but for women to smoke in a um, in a cigar shop, it takes a, a bit of bravery. We talk about mm -hmm. uh, D, who is uh, a good friend of both of ours. Yeah, talk about her story about walking in as a non-smoker to a tasting event, yeah. and her coming in and now becoming. She submitted as a you know as the as the, you know the regular that comes over here. Right. You know, everybody everybody likes talking to her. She's got yeah. tons She's of stories. She's one of us. Yeah, yeah, she is. Same thing with Mo. I mean, yeah. Mo, I mean when when you know first came up with the idea of her coming up here and hanging out she's like oh, i don't want to hang out you know that's a guy's area and now it's like babe you were just as much you know part of this yeah. core group of camaraderie that yeah. you know you're you're one of us you know yeah. and i'm fascinated with the bravery is the wrong word but the uh, chutzpah or the confidence that mm -hmm. it takes to walk into a yeah but it's a fairly male-dominated area. Yeah. And at times, because you joked with Steve and uh, Kaylee about sometimes a pretty uh, locker roomish mm -hmm. uh, area where you walk in and D, D puts up with it. And D yeah. makes fun of you. Yeah. If, yeah. you if you say something stupid, uh, trust me, uh, D, in a very polite and uh, funny way, uh, lets you know. Um, she uh, She's probably more sharp-witted than I am. <laughs> and uh, But I'm, I'm fascinated by women smokers. And so those are the kind of issues from a cigar shop point of view. Yeah. Um, you know, I leave up to Rob and Cigar Talk, who does a really good job mm -hmm. of dealing with a lot of the manufacturers and um, PCA and, yeah. and those, which I, that's why I listen to Cigar Talk. And mm -hmm. if, you, if you like those th sort of things, I encourage you to listen to his podcast because he interviews those people and asks the, mm -hmm. the good questions on those friends. We're not going to do that as much. We want, uh, I think of Chris from uh, Perdomo yeah. and yeah. Um, me uh, crying on the side of the road because he was telling uh, his funny Canadian stories. Yeah. And <laughs> him and I uh, talk hockey because we're both big hockey fans as yeah. well. Um, and he's just, that's why I want to talk to reps because yeah. reps have. Yeah the best stories yeah, the, the life on the road you know yeah. and we've had numerous reps yep. you know through here you know and like you said we're gonna have steve in here shortly and yeah. you know yeah that's the you know rob's show is amazing he does amazing interviews and he has that niche in that market yep. you know and you know when when me and steve first started this we didn't want to overtake that market yep. because yep. we had our own agenda coming into it yep. and this is where we've kind of paved our groove in the road yeah and i you know and you want to stick with that and that's i do and that's amazing 100%. because that's what it is this is when we started it we wanted it to be like a microphone is just dropped into the middle of a shop somebody pushes record and you know you get to hear the stories that everybody just loves hearing it no matter what shop you go to every like every story is the same but every story is different at the same time yeah and uh, steve so Steve texted me on Friday night. It sounds like things are going well. He had a mm -hmm. picture from a shop he was doing an event at yeah. with, that showed uh, apparently a fellow Bears fan showed uh, <laughs> uh, Aaron Rodgers uh, in a great deal of pain being sacked by a Bears uh, defensive lineman. Uh, and I expressed that there must be uh, someone else who enjoys great joy. So how excited were you last night on that on that outcome? So I didn't watch any of the football yesterday because okay. I was working. Um, but... Um, Pretty damn excited. <laughs> All right, now the now the now question is: is are you going to jump on my bandwagon in two weeks? Um, so I, I'm definitely pulling for a team that wears red. You're I, you're, um, you're pulling for a team that Montana played for. That's yeah, is that what it is? Okay, yeah. yeah. 
I, I, I always say this. Um, when the Cubs played uh, the Indians in the World Series, yeah. um, and my wife is a Cubs fan, and I'm a Cardinals fan, and I don't. Cubs and Cardinals aren't, aren't a real rivalry. Haven't played really a meaningful game in 150 years yeah. or whatever the heck they've been alive. Uh, I want my wife to be happy. Yeah. Um, I don't really have a dog in this fight, but I want you to be happy. So I'm going to pull for the Chiefs. I'm just going to warn you that has not worked out for any team that I pulled for <laughs> recently. Um, so you uh, you should take that in, take into it, account. Take it as heed? Okay. Yeah. Because okay. Alabama didn't win. The Bears didn't win. The Cardinals you pulled yeah. you pulled for LSU in the championship game, right? I did, um, just because I wanted my LSU friends yeah. to be happy. Although I predicted that Clemson would win, yeah. so maybe I should p- predict that San Francisco. Will win. Uh, well, we'll have uh, plenty of time to get yeah. you get you. Uh, in, yeah, in the it right was. Uh, and like I said, I didn't see either game because I was working. But um, uh, it's by all accounts, both were comfortable wins. Um. The definitely the second one was comfortable. The first one, it started out. Did you guys go way down again? Uh, we weren't way down. I think it was like ten or thirteen at that one really? point. But, you, then, but then afterwards, I mean, it was just. I mean, it was no. Holds the barred. previous week weekend, I was in here. I was trying to do something, and your emotion got so high, and I'm sort of <clears> yeah. attuned to that now that I have sort of uh, stress anxiety yeah. that. Uh, you kind of tripped my. I understand you were on, but it was like, dude, you got to wire that down. Man, you, I was chain smoking cigars. You were. You know, oh, when, it was when insane. we played in the divisional round. It well, was. It was ridiculous. It was like the uh, championship baseball game when the Hogs lost. It wasn't that I was particularly tuned into the baseball game or was upset by the baseball game, but there was so much emotion in the room. You just go. I have to be out of this room. Well, I, I think the issue is like these are new emotions for me. Because I've never been in that situation before. You know, the Royals were that way in 15. Um, yep. But, like, football-wise, I've never had this feeling of, like, holy shit. Like, you could win it. We could do it all. And, yep. you know, my dad, like, I, I'm pretty sure my dad teared up. Sure. You know, because he was, what, 21 or 22 in the last time. He probably wasn't even over. He was probably over in overseas, overseas somewhere. Sure. Um, but yeah, it's just like, it's a big deal. Yeah. Huge deal. And, uh, I'm ready to be, uh, anxious. I've already, so the second we won, I, I sent out the text thread to the, all the workers. I was like, so who wants to work for me on, on Super yeah. Bowl Sunday? Yeah. You, uh, probably, uh, don't want to be, uh, to be working. No, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to work half the day and then I'm just going to be Again, I'll be, boy. I'll be pacing and just uh, chain smoking. So, I, yeah, I'm not sure I can watch with you. You are a little too intense. Yeah. Um, you know, the funny part is um, I, my Bears have won the Super Bowl, and um, I watched it on a, a 20, I believe, inch TV in my apartment because I was in college. Yeah. Um, and I was so hungover that. Uh, I sat motionless through the whole game. And to be honest with you, no offense to the New England Patriots fan. I know you guys are all gloaty now. Uh, that game was never in doubt. <laughs> yeah. and, and it wasn't in doubt it, ever, like before, like a week before yeah. um, in my mind. So um, that team was great. But, uh, yeah, congratulations. I mean, yeah. it's a big deal to make it to the Super Bowl, and I'm excited for you. Yeah. And I will, of course, be pulling for you to win because uh, I know how much uh, you're invested in the Chiefs. Well, and I, I saw a couple of the shops that you know I, I went to when I'm up in KC that you know up in Outlaw or uh, La Cotera, You know, just seeing the 
the craziness that ensued there. I was like, man, that seeing those other shops that I've tra- that I go so to when excited. I'm out of town just yeah. jam packed. Like, wow, that's that was nuts. So yeah. Well, uh, so those are some of the guests we're planning yep. on having. We we primarily expect half the time, two thirds of the time, one third of the time to be uh, me looking at your ugly mug. Yep. Yep. You're gonna yeah probably I'd say. Out of four episodes a month, one will probably have a guest, something like yep. that. Um, yep. But more times than not, you know, the show will and needs to be centered around two. We don't we don't want to be or we don't need to be at the same time, you know, rely on another person in yep. the other chair. And this is where um, the reason we're laying this out mm-hmm. is um, – Instead of asking for ideas at the last minute, if there's yeah. a, a guest that we absolutely need to have that's in our lane, mm-hmm. now's a good time to bring it up. Yeah, we'll add it to our list. Yeah, uh, because we're because again we're scheduled we're scheduling out what six weeks in six advance, weeks eight, like weeks, eight and weeks and we yeah. have probably fifteen shows that we have ideas for. Yeah. Um, that we are working on and we're thinking mm-hmm. about. Um, I'm not saying all of those are going to be. I think the one about midget strippers is probably not going to make it to final cut. <laughs> is it, it going to hit the cutting room floor? <laughs> I think so. Um, although uh, it is an intriguing idea. Yeah. Um, so, um, man, I'm I'm really impressed with this cigar. Yeah. So uh, let's uh, let's dive into that a little bit um, before we get to the next subject we're going to talk about. So this cigar, the reason why we both like this cigar so much is um, Mexican San Andreas wrapper, an Ecuadorian Sumatra binder, and then three fillers is Connecticut broadleaf, Pennsylvania broadleaf, and Nicaraguan. Right. I mean, that that right there, yep. this is our cigar. This is. You know? And I'm so glad that you got rid of your preconceived notion yep. of, you know, however you want to describe it, and you're just smoking, you know, just smoking the cigar that's under under the band. So what are you getting out of this? Man, I'm, I'm getting... I'm getting a little cocoa-y, a little leathery on the back end, just a tinge of spice on the back of the palate. Um, what are you What are you getting? So first of all, I'm going to say I heard leathery, mm-hmm. so I'm going to giggle. <laughs> um, I know leathery uh, leather is not one of your favorite tastes, but no. I, I get leather for sure. Yeah. Um, I get an earthiness with this yeah. Yeah. Um, that I really enjoy. Um, you know, when you when you talk about uh, you know, San Andreas, Mexican San Andreas. Yeah. I get a lot of, uh, you know, in that, that blend, I'm getting a lot of earth out of there, yeah. which is one of my favorite cigars and a flavor that I, I get stronger mm-hmm. than a lot of people do. Yeah. Um, you get I'm that, not that, getting pepper that, out that, of this at all. That dirt, that not dirt, but like you yeah, said, that no, earth. Dirt. Um, That's the, the way I think of it. Is the dirt. pepper is more on the retro. I get that on on the retro. Okay. Um, but yeah, it just has that really nice balance to it. I don't want to show my weakness as a retrohale uh, <laughs> person, so I'm going to retrohale off air on uh, that. Yeah. So, um, but I, I, I get a lot of dirt, dirt out of this in, in earthiness, um, which makes me sound like a little more highfalutin. Yeah. Um, so I, uh, I, wa- <laughs> I want to do that. Uh, um, but dirt yeah. for sure. And I, I really like this. No, I, I like, I like those, I like those, that umami flavor you know that that, <laughs> so that you mush- took my uppityness yeah, I, I took it the next you level. took it no it's to like the uppity if, if you like if you like that if you usually like that earth flavor and the earth taste um you more than likely like mushrooms do you like are you a mushroom guy 
You mean like in every single dish that I ever no, have? No. <laughs> yes, I love mushrooms. Paula yeah. hates them. I love yeah, them. Yeah, see, I'm a mushroom guy too, but I love that just that that umami, that that. See, I'm unusual. I like raw mushrooms too. I if you you got to get the dirt off of them. Yeah, but I like raw mushrooms, uh, and that's yeah. where you really pick up that earthiness. Yeah. So I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sauteed or, you know, sure. something like that. Everyone's not like in a salad, like uh, uh U.S. pizza, their salads, amazing raw mushrooms. It's good in that. Yeah. I love, um, I love that in, in salads. So uh, before we kick back in, I just want to uh, call out a couple things. Um, had several really cool conversations uh, offline, like in real life, IRL, <laughs> right? I'm learning all the little yeah, fancy. Yeah. Uh, face to with, face with some of the podcast listeners um, and friends, people who I've uh, who I've met and and I've enjoyed them. Um, uh, it is something you've had time to adjust to, and I'm now adjusting to. Yeah, who yeah. these are the people now who who I now appreciate being in my life, mm-hmm. and um, uh, and I don't know whether I'm I'm not going to call them out on air, but uh, I've met uh, several of them, sat down for a couple hours, and just had a really. Um, Pleasant is such a stupid word, and I hate it. Um, engaging In, yeah. conversation yeah. with um, with them, and and really, the coolest part about this for me is that I've met some people who I wouldn't have talked to probably much, yeah. Yeah. Um, and we've sort of, you know, be, not sort of, we've become friends. Yeah. And we've talked about some stuff that's kind of deep because you, we started like miles ahead in our, my life story, and so. Mm-hmm. You guys, now you can fill in the gaps. Well, and yeah. they've, you know, we've shared about their lives, and um, it's been cool as hell. And yeah. I just want to say thank you for that. Um, I've also had some online conversations where people have shared. I thought the three people conversations were fun. There were some really clever answers online. Yeah. Yeah. There was some, yeah, the Hank Hill answer. I went, oh, <laughs> that's cool as hell. Yeah. Um, I thought also Hemingway was a great answer. I, yeah. I thought all of them were really spot on. I thought. Uh, uh, the one about bringing Hitler back so Patton could kick his ass was funny. <laughs> yeah, um, just asking what the hell was he doing? <laughs> what the hell was he thinking? Yeah. Um, I thought all of them were great. Yeah. Um, it's fun to get people to to provide their perspectives, mm-hmm. um, whether it's in person or online. I, I just enjoy talking to people, and um, I've enjoyed that in person. I'm a, an in-person person. Yeah. But online as well, and, yeah. and so I just want to say thanks for for all the the conversations on both both sides, um, and uh, and um, I've in particular uh, been grateful for that yep. that part. So yeah, yeah, it's it's cool because like you said, you know, you came in later in in yeah. the game, so you know now all the regular listeners they now have to you know put a face to the new guy. Yeah. You know who the hell's the new guy? Yeah, I mean we even had an episode called the FNG. Yeah, I mean so yeah, yeah but you're 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 jumping into an yeah. established show, and these you have to make a good impression. Yeah, off the bat because you know the listeners people are listening. Yeah, and I, I hope I've done that. I I, um, I hope I have. Yeah, so. no, I and mean, we've had nothing but you know yeah. great responses. Yeah, I've so. I've the people who I've talked to have been really uh, damn cool. Yeah. And I, um, even if you don't like me, um, which I <laughs> hope you have, uh, I've enjoyed the, the conversations I've had. So yep. it's been exceptionally positive, nothing but positive from my side. Yep. So let's talk about the next thing that you and I are both really oh, fired Super on. excited for on this one. Right, which is um, uh, travel. And um, 
And so we're going to go through several things on this, Aaron. Yeah. And I know you were big on going to cigar shops. Yeah. And I know you have several in mind. Yep. Yep. I have, I've got a list of, uh, hell, it's probably six shops or so. Cool. So what are those six? Walk me through a couple of these trips. I uh, want to get back up to KC. Um, you know, go, you know, see Jacob again up at Outlaw. Damn straight. Uh, you know, see everybody at uh, uh, La Cotera up there in KC as well. Um, you know, Northwest Arkansas has a really nice uh, selection of shops. Uh, the Cigar District. Um, heard great things. Yeah, heard great things. He, he was actually, uh, Bobby was just in t- today or yesterday, I believe, Doug was telling me, the owner of the shop. Um, he was in here just hanging out with his son. Our Bobby? Um, no, the c- cigar, the owner of Cigar okay. District was was in oh. was in Weston. Um, yeah, so he was in here. I, got, I believe it was today or yesterday. I, I don't. My days are still messed up since I just got back from California. Um, but going up there, um, you know, it was just it, the his shop just looks really cool, and just seeing how big Northwest Arkansas is becoming. Yep. Um, going to nine oh six. Um, Definitely. Uh, talk to uh, Fletcher up there, who's cool. the humidor manager at 906, which which we've both been in 906. No. Oh, you have not been in 906. No. Oh. When you mean both of us, you mean you. <laughs> I thought you. I thought you've been. No, no I, so I've been I've to been. Northwest Arkansas one time, and that was driving through to Des Moines, Iowa. Really? And I've not stopped. Okay, so 906. It's a it's a pretty cool shop. That's what I heard. Um, you know, then we have that's that that's Arkansas side, and then we can head south to dallas definitely want to um, go to dallas meet up with rob but there's i have several obviously taz oh taz yeah for sure and, and there's a bunch of people as well down there uh, who we want to connect with yep. and, and as, uh, there's a couple podcast listeners down in that area yep. that we want to maybe uh um, maybe create a herf or, or yeah. something yeah you do, know, some, meet do up. something down there I, i'm not sure of the proper term because herf is the proper cigar term but yeah. meet up is a proper podcast word so i a, 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 a meet up herf We'll, we'll have to we'll have to come up with our own. You are the young person in this group, so you're <laughs> responsible for all cool hip terms. Uh, yeah, because when you think of cool and hip, I'm the embodiment of that, right? Okay, that's probably not. True. <laughs> so uh, uh, Houston, and in particular the mm-hmm. West Texas Cigar Fest. Mm-hmm. I know you were excited about that, and I was doing some research. It doesn't look like they've put tickets on sale or yeah. announced who the bands are. Oh, is yeah. my music showing? Yeah. <laughs> but who the guests are. Yeah. But we're definitely in. And I sent that to our our lady friends yep. to see if they wanted to go with. Yep. Paula was, of course, bothered that there was no tickets yet, yeah. yet or any of yeah. that stuff. But definitely West West Texas. Um, I'm traveling to Ireland in a couple months. And I'm, I'm going to be with you. And I'm going to be taking this, the, the sure. main motherboard with me. And I, I don't know if I'll be able to find a shop. Sure. But I want to... Do you think they smoke cigars in Ireland? So I, f- I found a few shops that... Because the, the, the trip that we're doing, we're, we're traveling the whole country. Uh, we're going... We're starting in Dublin, and we just go all the way around. And we're stopping in uh, County Cork, Dingle, you know, every, everywhere that has like a, main, a major city. I found a few shops... Uh, that are in the area, and I'm gonna, you know, just swing by, and I'm definitely gonna stop and have a cigar. Awesome. Um, they have the the main Peterson uh, shop is in Dublin. Uh, stop up in there. Um, you know, if me and Mo go back to, you know, not if when we go back to the Bay Area, you know, we found an amazing shop. You know, out there in Oakland. Um, okay. We were 
we were expecting just to go in, in and out, grab two sticks, head back to her Airbnb. Ended up staying there like three hours. Nice. Talking to a guy who's actually an author, just wrote his book. And I got Sweet. I got his book. I'm hopefully I'm going to read it before next week's episode to I'm, get it there's all. There's a joke that fits right here, but I'm going to let you pass <laughs> on this. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just traveling and just reaching out to this amazing cool. community that we have. Uh, out there i can't wait yeah i'm i'm excited as well um we are going to aruba but last time i went to aruba there were no cigar shops there was some guy selling fake cubans Mm. that claimed they were really cubans um and we're going down there so i'm not as optimistic so i'm probably not going to record down (laughs) there um but um and then then the final one on my list um for frank uh, cigar and things yes um is las vegas yep and uh we are we have no plan no official no official yet but that is definitely going to happen at some point this year yeah ipcbr pca or or whatever acronym or whatever it is um uh, maybe in our future and we're, we're unsure of that because um there's a lot going on with that obviously um, and to be honest with you, uh, I continue to hear, although not this weekend, but I had been continuing to hear rumors about that Route 91 is going to fire up in the fall. Mm-hmm. And if it does, as stupid as this sounds, we are going. Um, apparently, I'm, I'm not good at learning my lesson. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, And so we would definitely be up that. And I'd super like to meet Frank. Uh, and so definitely. We, uh, we we would try to coordinate that. Yeah. Maybe we'll just pop in for a weekend. Or, or and, I mean, like and that. the good thing is, you know, you have your timeshare there. You know, my in laws live there, so it's you know, there's always well, there's definitely a, an avenue to get us out there. Yeah, I'm hoping maybe we can do it around you know before hockey season ends to see the Golden Knights. That would be uh, or maybe after it starts up again yeah. um, in the fall. Um, He's like, yeah, I guess the season's probably wrapping up yeah, here shortly. I mean, the, the regular season's going to be wrapping up and I think playoff tickets would be kind yeah. of out, out of my price range. Seems like hockey, like, it's always it's almost year-round. Like, they take like a, what, a four-week break and then it's back well, in the preseason. Playoffs is, are very long. Yeah, it's like a two-month. Four rounds of yeah. seven games. Um, and uh, definitely takes a while. So, we'll definitely do that. Um the Raiders will be there in the fall, so um, we can go see a Raiders, maybe San Diego game. San Diego, yeah, the team that doesn't exist anymore. Oh, the Raiders and <laughs> and they'll. LA. How, about, how about the Raiders in the future um, Super Bowl Fifty Four winner Chiefs play? How about that? Okay, maybe, maybe. <laughs> I don't know that I I'm calling. To... I'm calling my shot. Okay, um, but I definitely want to get out and meet Frank. Uh, yeah. I was. Um, it's cool. Uh, it would be cool to meet him. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I was grooving on his uh, Instagram feed. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Like, I want to Holy like have crud. take half as good of pictures as he does. Like, no, I just don't want to take pictures. <laughs> Sometimes you There's, see. Well, yeah, that's what it is. There's no need to take good pictures. Right. I don't need to take good pictures because he's got that corner right covered. I tell the story. I was an okay golfer as a kid, and I played golf with Todd Hamilton as a kid. And I remember walking off the golf course once and say, um, well, I'm not going to be a golfer for a living because <laughs> I'm not good enough. Yeah. So um, it was just amazing. He takes great pictures. I saw he, him commenting on the sign that he'd love to come take pictures of the sign, and I'm going, "Yeah, Brandon, you should pay oh, him man. to come Have, take pictures of the sign. I can't believe it. Man, those signs... Oh, Those are good. They yep. look good. They look Frank good. is um, 
I mean, he just takes beautiful pictures. Yeah. And, and the signs we're talking about is our newest location up in Conway. has new LED lit up board by the, by the road, has backlit on the building. I mean, it looks, it, that shit pops. It does. It's amazing. Yeah. So that's the travel stuff. Yep. And we're excited about that because it gets a chance to get out and meet some people. Yep. Um, the one part of the cigar industry I think we cover, we would like to cover that is unique is we, we are a retailer specific. Yep. And so one of the things that we want to do is get out and talk to different retailers. Obviously Aaron works in a shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, I owned a shop. Um, Steve worked in the shop. Now mm-hmm. he's on the, the, the other side and that's, you know, so, I mean, that's what we do. Yeah. So um, pretty fired up about that. Obviously, Las Vegas has uh, shops out there. I'm not sure we're going to get to talk to any of the shops out there. Yeah. Um, but we, you know, we would definitely uh, love to talk to people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so as we get, I'm about halfway through this cigar. Yeah. Right yeah. Now. We're, just really... pl- we're just plowing through, uh, through these cigars. We're, you know, halfway through the second, third, I'd assume by now. Um, let me tell you about the sizes. So they have the, uh, uh, the Robusto, which is a five and a half by 52, the Maduro Toro, uh, six by 52, the Maduro Magnum, six by 60, and the Papaculo, which is a four by 42. Um, I believe the one we're doing now is the Robusto, five and a half by 52. I don't remember where, where the paper or the uh, the wrapper went, but I'm pretty sure that's that's the one we're doing. Um, man, this thing just uh, I'm loving the flavor on this. Just oh, what? <laughs> like a what is it? If they could print that any smaller, that'd be great for me because then I would give up trying to read it. That'd be awesome for us older folks. Yeah, <laughs> just get the get, get the magnifying glass out. All the people at work who don't listen to the podcast um, would appreciate that because whenever a uh, PowerPoint slide goes on and I can't read it in the room, I have a hundred inch TV in our big conference room. Yeah, and. And my joke is, could you make that a little smaller? Because I'll quit trying to read it. <laughs> and they all go, oh, it's the same damn joke every damn time. And I'm going, well, you got to think about that. You got you got dad jokes. I do. Yeah. So I, I had I had dad jokes aplenty uh, this weekend. And it got to the point where Mo was rolling her eyes. She was so tired of them. <laughs> she just rolled her eyes on the comment about her rolling her eyes so I, I tell you what i found out that i'm not a good travel partner i will say that she did have a list of complaints oh my god i, I, I thought she was going to kill me a couple times so paula i'm not a good tra- i don't like flying um and so um paula knows and i'm i'm just not and i'm worse since route 91 mm-hmm. um and I just don't like flying. I'm uncomfortable. I don't enjoy it. Um, I'm a big guy, but I just don't like flying, and I'm um, I'm uneasy. Um, but I have flown uh, professionally, like yeah. meaning that I flew for a living, yeah. like uh, like as part of my job, and I've done stuff. I've traveled for a living, and so Paulo will get annoyed for me because I will uh, I will I will go into Mark travel mode, which is put your head down and just power through (laughs) she is not and and i'm just i'm put i'm like mo i'm like quit dinking around quit like being a weirdo just she she is true she is true like i mean she used to travel a lot for work so she is a pro at this and i'm like oh look at this i got my big bag it's a beanie it's a it's a 
we were gone for three days. I packed like we were going to move to the yeah. bay. Yeah. I mean, just all that. So I, I better get my shit together before we go to Ireland. That's, yeah. I, I know I, I know I have to work on that. She does. Paula, um, although she's really good, and we, we travel all for pleasure now. Um, and so I like, I'm a, I'm a light packer. Like yeah. I like just the right number of shirts. And when we travel, cause we have the timeshare, we have uh washer and dryer. And so I'm like, I plan on doing a couple loads of laundry. <laughs> and so she's always going like, you only pack two pairs of shorts and you're going, yeah, I plan on washing. It, if my bag got lost, I would lose half my wardrobe. Three if days, not more. Dude. What are you a woman? Man, I, can't, I, man, I had, you know, I had three hats, two different types of shoes, four pairs of black jeans, which are all the same jeans, had three hoodies. I had like six shirts. So nobody on the podcast can tell, but I'm holding out my hand for his man (laughs) card right now. You just never know. Like if we do know, this is the other thing, which I tell Paula, (laughs) this is the remarkable thing. Where'd you fly? Where? Where did you go? Oakland. Oakland, so, San Francisco, Bay Area. So do they have grocery stores and clothing stores and stuff there? <laughs> Not of the stuff that I'd wear. But I yes. bet you they do. Yeah. I mean So they don't have black they don't have stores that sell black jeans in normal they probably, sizes. They probably have a better selection than, they probably than do. Little Rock. Right. Because Paul always goes, We gotta have toothpaste. And you go, Do mm-hmm. you do you think Las Vegas has toothpaste somewhere? <laughs> yeah. I'm just well and so okay, and on a little side note. So one of the the bar I went to to watch the game, I ended up winning a bunch of stuff. Um, so like I'm traveling back. Oakland Raider helmets? <laughs> no. So I'm traveling back. So um, you can't fit it in because you have too much stuff. Yeah. So I had I won a three foot metal sign, round metal sign, at the bar. I'm like, what the hell am I going to do with this? It's awesome. I'm so glad I have it. I can't wait to put it up. Don't know where I'm going to put it up, but it's going up somewhere. Probably next to like all my soccer scars or something. But, uh, but like I had to figure out how to get it back here. So That's I why you always pack. So well. I checked the metal sign. <laughs> checked the metal sign. Uh, it didn't get too bent up. It gave it. Mm. got some character to it. But yeah. I was. Uh, That's why you always pack light. So yeah, in case you went a round I, metal sign. I, <laughs> <laughs> that thing wasn't fit in my bag, no matter what. Is is a big sign, but it was funny because I was I was a little uh, three sheets to the wind yesterday after the big win, and then walking down the streets of San Francisco, not knowing where the hell I was, talking on the phone with her because she went to a coffee shop, and I'm just walking down with this big sign and trying to figure out where she was, and I'm Kansas City Chief sign. In Oakland. No, so it was actually a beer sign. It was the Boulevard uh, Tank oh, 7 beer nice, sign. Yeah, nice. That's what I won. Um, but yeah, but everybody was like congratulating me on the side of the road too. People honking because I was wearing my Chiefs hoodie and everything. And yeah, just, uh, yeah, I'm not the, I, I, need to, I need to tighten up on my, uh, my travel, my travel skills. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I mean, ever since we got together, me and her, like that's the most traveling airplane wise I've done. Yeah in my whole life you know i went i lived in hawaii for a you know a while so i went out there and back and then that's really about it i went to vegas one time for a woodworking conference nice and other than that like i never really flew okay. on a plane until you know met mo cool so, mo's mo's opening your horizons she is and uh she she uh she's she's a saint because she was gracious enough to put up with all my bs <laughs> we both looked over at Mo. She did not seem like she was putting up with your BS. Oh, I, I, I tried everything. So for the final thing that we're looking to do for podcast-wise, now we 
promise that we will have goofy topics. Yes. For example, three people you like to do have a cigar with. We're mm-hmm. gonna, those are going to be the one-offs that we're going to have um, as they occur to Aaron or myself. But we're gonna, we are going to discuss cigar stuff. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. We're at at a, the root of it, this is still a cigar podcast. We'll have a top 10 yeah. podcast at the end of the year, I imagine. Yeah. We will um, we'll definitely do those sort of things. Um, something breaks in the cigar industry. Um, we'll definitely uh, cover those sort of matters. We're going to cover cigar news at, in every event or every yep. podcast. Um, I know that I would like to sit down because I'm reseasoning all of my humidor, and yep. I'd like to go through sort of some advancements in the cigar humidification yep. um, and humidors. And Aaron, you and I both agree that there, yep. we want to talk about that on one of yep. the podcasts. Yeah, and just but, and me and also as a you know a. And as a high-end furniture builder, seeing what the humidors that you and I both own and just diving in. I've built a few humidors in my, you know, in my professional career. Um, I I just love the aspect of taking a raw material and turning it into a piece of art because that's more than likely what your humidor is, especially with the ones I know that you and I own. Yep. They're amazing, structurally built. It's everything. I mean, just having a show, just detailing that. Um, you know, we, you and I both got butlers for our humidors, which that is the. I can't believe I've gone this long without having the butler. You know, I got a notification when I'm in California, eighteen hundred miles away. Like, yep, everything's good. Yep. You're, you know, your your stuff's so fine. It won't just be a conversation about season humidor. You're mm-hmm. going to talk to a guy who work, works with wood for mm-hmm. a living about yeah. humidor. So yeah. that's going to be a pretty good one, and yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to that because you, um, you know what you're talking about there. So I, um, yeah, I, I know a little bit about woodworking. Yep. <laughs> yes, you do. Um, so uh, that will be a good one, uh, and we're looking for other topics yeah. on the cigar related um, area. Yeah. I don't want to. To be honest with you, I'm, I'm sort of a little shy about cigar events or cigar topics because I d- there's a lot of knowledge out there, mm-hmm. right? Um, I don't want to, you know, uh, you know, cigar. I've had people suggest, why don't you do? I know you guys did early on cigar 101 tips, right? Yeah. Um, and we might cover those, but to be honest with you, you guys did we've already done it. Yeah, yeah, there's no need to circle the wagons and go back to that. You know, there might be new advancements in different things, you know, bringing in different clientele that or new people that don't know the show, but you know, they can also, you know, venture back to the numerous episodes, but yeah, we'll, when something new arises in the industry, we'll definitely be, you know, touching base on that. Yep. And, um, so, so I don't really have any other cigar related stuff. Once again, 40, 60, not 60, 40. Yeah. Is there any other topics you on the cigar related would, you would think we'd want to discuss? Um, so one thing that we decided that we were going to do, um, since we're both members of this yeah. luxury cigar club, is we wanted to give a, a special podcast, probably start out once a month, um, and we'll do a review on one of the cigars in the luxury cigar club pack. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it might be something, you know, this is still up in the air when it'll happen, but, you know, one a month have it drop on like a Wednesday or something, um, you know, middle of the week, you know, get you through. Um, and we'll just decide on which cigar we want to do on that one. Whenever one, you know, picks our fanciest the most, you know, just because what they do is they do a very good, nice write up on each one, you know, and we'll just see which one piques our interest. 
Um, and it will be a shorter podcast. It won't be anything like, you know, the full hour or an yep. hour and a half or two hours, which we're, which we've been doing. Yep. Um, but just, you know, picking, because there's plenty of people out there that listen that are members of the luxury cigar club. It's an yep. amazing, amazing product. Yes, it um, is. and we both truly enjoy it. We both love it. Yeah. But we'll, uh, we'll be starting out with that probably in February. We'll, yep. probably, we'll probably do one that comes out in the February pack. Um, you know, we'll be getting those within two weeks or so yep. uh, from now. So that's going to be pretty fun. We'll start off with just one a month and yep. see where it goes. And if it's something that, you know, everybody out there likes listening to and hearing yep. and, and hearing that product that you can get yourselves, yep. uh, we'll just go from there and probably do more. The thing I like about them is and the thing we're going to focus on on the cigars is mm-hmm. Um, sort of non-traditional cigars. Yeah, it's going to be cigars that you and I probably have not ever had before. Yeah. And, and we're going to start with you and I on that. Mm-hmm. Um, if And I know that Josh, who is mm-hmm. uh, currently an employee uh, here, um, is also going to be a member. And, and if he has time, um, we're going to add him to that uh, podcast. Um, we'd like to include him in there. Um, and I actually, just so you know, news to you, I just ordered off their website um some of the stolen uh, stolen throne stolen throne nice. as well as um one other maybe uh the cart cardigus cardigus sale um there was a couple of them that um one of the ones that uh frank sent okay was on oh, Frank's okay. List yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh... that was that i really liked and that i i ordered from them and um and then one of the stolen throne um and uh, so that I ordered five packs so that I could give them a good try. Yeah. Um, I really was impressed with the one I, I smoked from yeah. Frank and was um, looking forward to um, smoking more yeah. of. Yeah. And so uh, I, uh, I'm, I'm uh, looking, uh, looking to, uh, ordered several off of there. Yeah. I love the, uh, the ones, you know, those boutiques. Yeah. Um, Brandon yeah. does a good job of getting those in here, uh, but... Um, I, uh, you know, those were some that we don't have here. So, I was yeah, but, but yeah, like, like you're saying, you know, I just, I actually just thought of this too. Um, you know, since we both like those more one-off stuff like that, and if this, you know, individualized review, you know, takes place, you know, we also have, um, a couple packs of peat mist that we just got, you we know, did. we don't know anything about them. We don't know the brand, <laughs> you know, same thing with the Satan sinners, you know, we have each one of those, you know, there's plenty of stuff out there that you and I get that we're both members of. That I would like to, you know, yep. you know, divulge into it and just see, you know, and you get a, you know, is every review going to be 100% correct? Absolutely not. It's going to be, but that's what it is. It's a review. It's you and mm-hmm. I's take on this certain product. 100%. So, uh, yeah, the Pete Mess Green Band <laughs> review, which is the great part about that is you have just yeah, no you have, idea. You have no idea. So we have peat mess. Um, we definitely uh, want to do that. Um, I uh, I know that Rob has got, um, and I forget the young lady's name, Scar Eyes doing some reviews. Mm-hmm. And one thing I like about her reviews is there are cigars that are, um, some are mainstream, some are not. Yeah. Um, but they don't take themselves too seriously. Yeah. And yet they're interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's what we're going to do. Um, just throw in a little bit um, of these sort of really unusual cigars mm-hmm. that we're doing. Um, 
like I said, not a super long part, yeah. podcast, maybe just three or four hours jokingly. Yeah. <laughs> but um, like you've, you've probably experienced it, you know, with the people that you've, that have now met you through the show, you know, more times than not, they've probably asked you, what do you like smoking? Yeah. What, why do you like that? You know, and then the yeah. same thing happens to me, yeah. you know, not only just through the show, but as a, you know, a, you know, retail tobacconist, you know, it's, yep. it's part of my job to yep. divulge into here's what I get out of this. Here's what I yeah. taste. Here's what I enjoy out of it. Here's what I don't like about this certain yeah. one. Here's what you might like it. You know, there's, yeah. it's, we're, we'll, you know, it's, there's going to be cigars in there that we're both going to smoke that we don't know. You might like, I might hate yeah. and vice versa. You know, we don't know. It's, it's, we won't know until we actually smoke it. And that's what the good thing is, is that, you know, of the, since I've been a member of them for, I guess, five, six months now, out of the 40-ish cigars I've gotten from them, I think I've had maybe two um, that I've bought on my own that I've seen at other shops or I've had elsewhere. Yeah. So it is it, the, the, the catalog of stuff that we're going to get that's new and that is different. You know, different is astronomically big. Yeah, I actually got some feedback uh, from someone who, uh, and I really appreciated this, was that uh, I like all the cigars and I, I did. I pointed out to him, and I'll point out to on the podcast that I did say on the very first episode that I like all cigars that I can light on fire. <laughs> um, um, but I'm working on, and I, I would just want to point out, I do like cigars. Yeah. But there's a lot of cigars I say, yeah, this is nice. Yeah. Um, um, but there's a lot of cigars that I don't pick back up again. Yeah. I go, yeah, that was nice. I've okay. only. I'm glad I, I smoked that. But I've I'm only ever put down one cigar. Yeah, me uh, too. That I can never, that I never finished just because I did not like it. And this was, honestly, this was like 12 years ago. Yeah. Um. So I, my palate is definitely different. It's more advanced. It changed since yeah. then. So I, I, I need to try it again. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, it's a, I enjoy the craftsmanship. I enjoy the, because they're man-made. You know. Everything man-made has a flaw. Everything that I make furniture-wise, even yeah. though it's on the higher end, yeah. there's something that I don't like about everything. Um, you know, we just I just put in all new uh, bar tops at our buddy's brand-new coffee shop. Yeah, Fidel and um, Company. You know, he can see it and like, oh, man, that's beautiful. And all I see is, the, is, that, is, it, is that one thing that I wish I could have done better. Yeah. You know, and that's what makes... You know these products so great is because, you know they're unique. They're unique and eat, and each their own avenue. And uh, you know, and that's something I want to express. The one thing I I can't forgive, and Rob talked about it. Although I, I'm not quite as bad as Rob, but uh, the one thing I can't forgive is bad construction. Mm -hmm. If I hit, um, I uh, you know, uh, Pepin Garcia. Uh, I, I love the blue labels and I smoked a ton of them back 10 years ago. used to get them online. Um, um, and really seriously, like one out of three cigars had a problem construction wise. Mm -hmm. And at some point you go as much as I love this cigar. Yeah. Love the flavor really hits me. Right. Yeah. This is, he's burned like garbage. Y now I've picked them up since and they don't, yeah. they're a lot better. They've worked on the construction issue and I had people told me that and I'm, I'm super grateful for that. But uh, the one thing, the one sin I don't forgive is construction problems on a consistent basis. Now, yeah. having said that, um, and this is where Rob and I differ a little bit, um, one bad construction or even two, if I smoke uh, a, a much, a yeah. bunch of them, 
Um, I understand, right? It's yeah. it's a it's a handmade product, but because um, I know he was he was given. Uh, Brian a, a hard time because he was going nope I'm done right so um, which I get because yeah. it's frustrating yeah uh, you pay ten bucks or twelve bucks or God forbid twenty bucks and then it doesn't burn right mm-hmm. um, that's a problem for me and I, I, I'm not gonna lie um, but uh, and I learned when I was when I owned the shop that you have to you, you don't want to say that's that's a dog rocket because mm-hmm. you have to sell those yeah um, but there are scars that I just don't don't care for yeah. and that's fine that somebody else likes them yeah. so and and you know and and you know the one of the one of the people in this industry that really you know opened my eyes to seeing that it is a man-made product that everything can be better um you know is we we're doing an event up here and nick perdomo was up here himself uh nick and his wife amazing couple if you've never yeah. had a chance to talk to him you know if you if they ever come to an event anywhere near you, go out there and meet them. But I was I was sitting there uh, for the event. And I was just talking, you know, everything. I was smoking one of his, one of his cigars, and I got you know towards the end, and uh, I felt something on my tongue. I was like, "What was that?" So I pulled out and I pulled out a stem, and Nick saw that and he was like, "Is that my cigar?" I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "It's no big deal." He's like, "No, that that's a big deal to me." He's like, "Where did you get that from?" I was like, "I don't." got it in there he's like show me the box so i went there i showed him the box he took a picture of you know the the skew code of who is bought you know you know made by and sent it to whoever he needed to on that side he's like that right there will take care of that i was like that's going above and beyond making sure that your product is right all the time because you know as a tobacconist i know it you're gonna have something's gonna happen you're gonna have a flaw it might tunnel it might canoe a little bit you know yeah I'm not, I'm not picky. If, it, if it's not just like cracked all the way, I'll, I'm going to smoke it. But just seeing the pride that he takes in that product, he doesn't want that at all. And, you know, yeah. and that just, that just, uh, yep. that resonated with me really highly because, you know, he, he took the time out of a, out of an event that he was at, at our shop to make sure that he, you know, hit that problem, you know, ahead. Yeah. That's that, that is Nick Perdomo. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. He's uh, there's a reason his product's consistent, mm-hmm. um, and that uh, that sums it up really well. Well, uh, as we get to towards the end of the podcast, I wanted to go through cigar news. I know you and I and Dougie Fresh on the uh, on the podcast uh, that we talked about um, the news about the big four pulling out of yep. PCA, uh, and there's been. Um, a lot of announcements, and I thought Fuente's announcement was probably the tip of that iceberg. So I'm going to mention it a little bit, yeah. and then we're going to we're going to talk about our sort of policy for this for a while because mm-hmm. I think uh, um, that's that's you know it's going to be sort of an ever changing landscape here. Um, Fuente announced that they're going to release some box sets of yep. uh, Forbidden Nexus, Hemingways, and something else. Um, that are sold exclusively at PCA. Yep. And they're doing that to support PCA. They believe in PCA. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I saw a Glenn Case from Christoph produced a letter saying that he believes in PCA and he's going to up his, his uh, contribution yep. and sponsor or something. I don't remember what it was um, because he believes in the lobbying efforts. Um, I, it's It was an inevitable second sort of shoe to drop in this. There's... 
Um, there are going to be untold shoes to drop in this. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, but this was, this was the counter announcement that was inevitable after that first four announced that they were out. Uh, I know Rob on cigar talk has a, has a guy as the president you said, and I have not listened to Rob's podcast. Yeah, I believe, I, think, I believe it came out today as of yeah. when we recorded this. Right. And so I would encourage you, I'm, I'm going to go listen on the way mm-hmm. home to this. Um, where the where he talks about that, and I, um, I'm sure that news, uh, I'm sure he'll have a, a really good interview on that. Rob does a great job on that. Yeah. Um, this is going to be a long. It's going to be a long drawn out process. It's a long drawn drawn out process, yeah. and my my concern is is Glenn's concern. Mm-hmm. There is my understanding, and somebody can correct me if I'm wrong on this. The IP or PCA is one of its functions was to negotiate on behalf of premium cigars mm-hmm. and the manufacturers. I also know that Famous Smoke talked about that it didn't cover online cigar smokes. Uh, this is going to be the, this is going to be festivus yeah. in the cigar industry. Yeah. Everybody's going to gr- air their grievances. Um, I'm not saying that PCA has done a wonderful job because. Um, I don't know if they have or not. I know attendance has been dropping. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the primary complaint from the, the big form, not, not the, not the uh, consumer event, uh, because they were just not seeing the bang for the buck that yeah. they were seeing before, yep. as I stated in there. But, um, but I think we're going to see a lot of announcement. I, I, I caution people, once again, bad news spreads faster than good news. That's just... It, it's been a lot one. of knee-jerk reaction. A lot of knee-jerk reaction. Yeah. So what we're going to do is, I think we're going to let the dust settle. We're yeah. going to let people like Rob, who are going to do interviews with the right people, yeah. cover this. And we're going to listen um, with great attention, because yeah. it's important, yeah. um, to those podcasts and, and the news and watch Half Wheel and... and, and uh, pay attention to those stories. I think we're going to give this story a couple months to breathe, mm-hmm. as I say, um, because I think at this point, um, most of the true news is being made behind the scenes yeah. and the rest of this is marketing. Yeah. And like you said, you know, with Rob and with half wheel, you know, those two entities, that is what they do really well. Super that, well. That's, yep. that's their, yep. that's their numb to plumb. You know, we, are a show that, you know, I don't want to say filler because that seems, you know, degrading almost to ours, but it's like, you know, if you want those big nuggety morsels of news and what's happening right away, you know, if you, if you like the written word half wheel by far, if you like to hear it, you know, Rob does an amazing job with that. Absolutely. Um, and I'm not sure what that has to do with plums exactly, but, um, (laughs) or numb does. Nums does. <laughs> um, and I'm going to go look that up to make sure you use that correctly. Probably didn't. <laughs> but that's fine. I'm not going to die on that soapbox. Um, <laughs> I got jokes. Got jokes all day long. Um, so so, so that's, the, that's the news. Uh, you know, it's... Um, it is... It's, it's an interesting time, unfortunately. It's a... It's a dangerous time, and this yeah. is where I remind you that uh, letting legislators know about your opinion, letting people know that you are a cigar smoker and you want um, the right to smoke your cigars um, is uh, is important. And I, I believe cigar rights for of America is an important way to do that. 
Um, I still I, I see you still have packs out there. That's mm-hmm. a great way to do that, and you get ten really cool cigars. Yep. So I encourage you to do Cigar Rights of America. Yep. Yep. That's a good one. And um, I know uh, there's, uh, you know, it's a, it's a tough time politically, and I know people aren't talking about much, but a couple key issues right now. Um, trust me, uh, they're working on these things right now, um, and so. Uh, don't let the news fool you. You need to be doing these things. You need to be talking to your legislators. Yeah, you, you need to be you need, need to be need proactive. proactive. Yep. Yeah. But things are happening, even though uh, there's a bunch, bunch of key issues. The news media will make you believe that there are only one or two things is going on yeah. because those things sell. Um, we need to be active. Yep. Yep. Hundred percent. The last go around on these cigars coming up to. Uh, we both took the bands off. You're actually further along than me, man. You've you've come a long way since your first episode. Yeah, I feel like I'm so much grown, more I mean, grown you're up. You're smoking, now. you're talking. I mean, you're almost like a professional now. <laughs> the irony is, I sit in cigar shops. Although I am, I, there's times when I'm very quiet in cigar shops, and people yeah. will tell you that I put my headphones in and don't want to talk to people and talk and keep a cigar lit. But I had struggled on the podcast in the first couple. Um, but I, but I've grown up a lot. Yeah. You must be very proud. I am. Got your big boy pants on now. I do. Um, but the flavor on this one, it's smoothed out for me. Oh, yeah. Some nice smoothness. A little more of the espresso flavor. Yeah. Get out of that. Definitely getting some um, espresso cocoa. I'm still getting a little bit of the spice towards the end, but they, the the cocoa-y, the chocolate with the espresso coming through. Oh man, so so lovely on this. Yeah. Um, I don't know why Doug didn't tell me about these earlier. This is ridiculous. I'm gonna. I have a bone to pick with that man. <laughs> um, he should have brought these up to me way earlier. Yeah, yeah no, these are these are definitely a very very good one. I, and I'm a big Room 101 fan. I, I know, you know it helps that you know that they make made my yeah. favorite one of all time. Um, but I, I, I'm a big Matt Booth fan. Yeah. Um, you know he I'm becoming one. He he stands out in the cigar industry. Yeah, you know he's an old school. No, not old school, but he's an old, you know, he's a, he's a music guy. You know, he looks, yeah. it's nice to see somebody in the cigar industry that looks like me he does. And, and is taken seriously. And it just he looks cooler than you, but yeah. but it's close, <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? Like, no, I mean, he's a non-traditional looking guy. Yeah, I mean, he, you know, black pants, black shirt, yep. you know, uh, pinky ring yep. tattoos everywhere. I yep. mean, just that is, he, he. His persona draws a different crowd base. I suppose. But it helps that his product is phenomenal. He's articulate. Mm-hmm. Here's what I know. He's articulate. Mm-hmm. I found him humorous. Yeah. Um, he makes a damn fine product. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like I owe him an apology because I grouped him in with a bunch of other people who don't make a bam, damn fine product. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, this is a really good cigar. Yeah. I, so grouped him in, tried the Johnny, didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and now I've tried this and do, and I've tried several of his other products in mm-hmm. the room one one line. Um, he's, he's, he's doing well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's, 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 he's produced really a really nice, uh, the, the four, cause I always try to like smoke several of the same type. So I get, a, yeah, I've been damn impressed. Yeah. He is, yeah. he's doing a nice job. So Matt, uh, uh, Humble apologies. It's on the record. It's on the record. Uh, you are not a lifestyle brand. You have produced a really good cigar. Yeah, and it's. And I'm, I'm really glad that uh, 
we kind of gave Doug the option, like, hey, what do we need to do tonight? What are you, what are you saying? He's like, yeah. oh, yeah, do this one. Like, yeah, all right. Good choice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in my defense, because I feel like I need to be defended, some of those early cigars that were very lifestyle brand marketed were not very good. And it was very easy for me to dismiss some of those early cigars. Yeah. And so when I sort of easily sort of grouped those in he- yeah. here, it was. Um, I, I think that's fair. I mean, he, he did take a step. A, he took a step back. I, he took away. He, he stepped back away from it for for a minute. But then when he came back into it full force, oof. you know, he's come back in yeah. full force. And, yep. and, and the and you're seeing it through the product that is now yeah. being produced. Well played. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. Uh, so, uh, Matt, you have a new uh, you have a new customer. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to you're going to you're going to. We'll get you on that level of fanboy like you are with Tatawahe. Well, I mean, there's always hope. Yeah, that would, that would be uh, would be hard. But, uh, <laughs> there's time. There's time. Well, so now it is officially now time. It, now it is time. I've kept saying that. I'm sure Aaron has cut it out 15 times to make me not look <laughs> as stupid as I am. I think oh, I said it in the first no, five minutes. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Now but, it's my favorite time of the podcast. Oh, lies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, million dollars. But, but every time you brush your teeth, oh, cool! I don't do that. <laughs> you have to destroy a prized personal possession. Jeez! <laughs> <laughs> so, what's a prize? Per- uh, wow! Uh, let's say you. So we're going to get into my hygiene habits right here. No, it's like okay, you. Do you have something signed by Eric Church? I do not. Okay. Well, you have all his posters, his, his concert posters, right? I have about 15 concert posters. Those are him. probably prized personal possessions. They are. I have uh, Route 91 memorabilia that I would consider prized personal stuff. I have uh, my grandfather's uh, watch, which is a prized personal thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm not a not a possession person, typically. I, I, I let go of possessions. Um, pretty well. I maybe have 50 personal possessions that I'm fairly proud of, or I, I prize to use the stupid word. So ideally I brush that, my teeth three times a day. So that would be so ideally, would, uh, I mean, you, you'd, be, last, you'd be last what three weeks. This has got to be a hard no. <laughs> you could, you're going to get into stuff. I mean, the, the posters. Okay. Yeah. I'm an Eric church guy, but you can find those again. Right. Um, well, then have them destroyed again. So that would be sort of wasting <laughs> yeah. money. Yeah. But I can get over that. I can get over that. But I mean, <sighs> like my grandfather's watch, yeah. I can't get over that. My my wristband, which I cut off my wrist after Route 91, I can't replace that. Yeah. And at some point, I'm either going to have to continue to buy personal prized possessions so that I can destroy them to protect the ones that are truly prized mm-hmm. or... I am going to have to say no. You're going to have to. Yeah, you can't cheat the system. Oh, I can cheat. No, I can't cheat the system. My prize possession is that cabin in the woods. Right. <laughs> so the funny part is I don't have many. I'm not a personal possession guy. I don't believe in those things. I hold memories close to my heart. Um, but... Um, but I do have things that mean something to me. Not yeah. a ton, but some... Um, that are personal and very prized. And 
Um, I actually, I mean, the posters are nice. And to be honest with you, the posters are there because I remember the memories that those posters represent to me. That's why they're hanging in my office. Yeah. But um, because I can remember those moments and they remind me to, to respect the memories of those things. But I'm not even sure the posters of that prize. But, I mean, how many personal prize things do you have? I'm, I, may, I'm th- I maybe have 20. I'm, th- see, I'm thinking right now, and I can think of two. Um, wow. <laughs> okay, how often do you brush your teeth, yeah. dude? <laughs> I have, so I have my grandpa's uh, gold nugget pinky ring that I wear all the time. That's badass. Um, and then I have a framed like double matted, huge framed uh, uh, newspaper from when the Royals won the World Series. No, oh, that's cool. Um, but I mean, other than that, I mean, I, I mean, like, does my wedding ring count? I mean, that's a prized possession. Um, I don't. I think I'm gonna have to go no as well. Yeah, I don't. I don't because that's though, brutal. Like, like this ring, you know. I could replace it. I don't want to replace it, but it is personal. The newspaper, I don't think I could ever replace that. No telling if I could ever find another one. You and I sure as hell know I can never find another pinky ring. Like yeah, that. not that your grandfather wore. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to have to pass on that one too. I can't imagine. So this is the part where I'm going to challenge our listeners. I can't imagine anyone saying yes to that unless you don't brush your teeth. And then I guess I'm not challenging. <laughs> okay, our... if, if you like, if you had... Let's say we probably have some older listeners. If they have full set of dentures, I mean, they could get away so with it. So have all your teeth pulled? Nope, I'm still a hard no. Yeah, I mean, is dropping them into the uh, the tablet water, is that, that's not really brushing. But, I had a guy uh, who once tried to convince me that I could chew some bark and that was better for you than brushing your teeth, and I went. <laughs> like going to old school, like George Washington, corn cob. Right. Well, you, yeah, can ask, you can ask him, or John Adams, you know, since, you're, right. since you had him on, you can ask worked him. Worked like, out for them, because they you... both had wooden replace te- <laughs> yeah. replacement is, teeth. Did he really have wooden teeth, or was that just like a folklore? I have no thing? idea. I mean, that's... It's a pretty widely told story, so I, I yeah. got to believe. Well, that it's like it's, the cherry tree. I don't think that's true, but maybe. Or was that Lincoln? Or, I, hell, I don't know. It wasn't Lincoln. I don't. I don't know. My dad's a, My dad's the American history guy, not me. Yeah. Like I said, I'm. I'm mythological and Greek. That was Churchill. Yeah. Churchill. <laughs> I think you're wrong too. Um. Yeah. I'm gonna know. Go. Go. No. I just because. I can't imagine anyone saying yes to that. Either that or the answer has to be, I have no personal prized possessions. Yeah. You're so devoid of personal possessions. You're all memories, which mm-hmm. I respect. Yeah, that's totally fine. Right. But the, you don't value possessions because they, they're earthly or whatever. So, let, so whatever okay, let, let's, let's flip it around. For the people who don't have prized possessions, let's say... You lose a memory? You lose, you lose a, a See, I could. That's memory. even worse for me. Yeah. Because... The that, thing, that that would be worse than that's worse. than than, than You've now smashing made it a worse. ring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, yep. So no, no on that one. Uh, yeah. yeah, but let us know what you would take. I'm, every time I say, "Oh, it's going to be no across the board," it's never no. We've never had a straight yay or well, nay. I bet you this one's a pretty straight no. Well, there's been plenty of other times that would be a straight no too. But yeah, I can't but, imagine this one. But once you get into destroying something that you love yeah i've been i just can't imagine i I just can't imagine and and the memory would be 100 percent worse yeah i've been listening to a podcast where people who were injured in route 91 are telling their stories and talking about the memories of the last time that's 
people, the current one is somebody who lost their son. And they were telling the memory of the last time they saw their son alive. And do you think you could lose that memory oh. the last time you no. saw a loved one alive? Just think about that for well, a second. Well, it's like, I mean, I just created a new memory that I'll never forget just, you know, last night. You know, yeah. in, enjoying, you know, a, as as little as it might seem to tons of people, you know, but just being in a room with on the West coast with 200 chiefs fans, just like I, I said, I've, I'm not a hugger. You're a hugger. I, I'm yeah. not a, I'm not a personal touchy kind of person. I met my quota of hugs <laughs> just off last night alone. It doesn't matter who it was yeah. sober, drunk, didn't matter. Everybody was hugging everybody because it was, I mean, that's a memory that I'll yep. never, ever forget. Yep, 100%. Yep. They made me, by the way, we had the event up here on Friday night. Will made me give a hug. Doug made me give him a hug. <laughs> so I'm glad you could do it in my absence. <laughs> I did. I did it in your honor. Oh, thanks. So you, so I don't have to do it then? I'm no. Good. Well, like I said, I'm, I'm, I I'm your my, honor. my quota mean. is done. Yeah. Once again, I say, my dad and I hug like when one gets up to leave the room. <laughs> never know. I'm unapologetic. Yep. Well. And I say this on the way out. I love you, brother. Love you, too. <laughs> we will uh, see everybody next week with uh, Tim Grissom. Looking forward to that. and Fired up. Getting somebody who is quite a lot smarter than uh, probably both of us combined. <laughs> Matt, I don't think so. I know so. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see you all next week. Be the good. Later. Later.